from WNYU 89.1 FM. This is Dirty Money. Dirty Money is a podcast about how money and capitalism influence our bodies, sex, and relationships. I'm your host, Liam McBain. This is episode three, Leeds. In 2014, the city of Leeds in the UK started a pilot program called the Leeds Street Sex Work Managed Zone. The premise was this. Street sex workers could openly use the Holbeck area, a non-residential part of the town, from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. With police and outreach supports, the zone was meant to keep sex work in the area both safe and contained. In a post-SESTA-FOSTA United States, an idea like this sounds pretty radical. And lead sex workers seem to like it a lot. I'm really safe. I've never had no trouble. But the UK media has been telling a different story. Following the brutal murder of a sex worker, Daria Pianco, the BBC launched a salaciously named series on the managed zone, Sex, Drugs and Murder. Police have launched a murder inquiry after the death of a young woman in a managed red light zone in Leeds. A 21-year-old sex worker was savagely beaten in the Holbeck district in the area where sex workers are allowed to operate during certain hours. Police say Daria Pionko was found seriously injured on an industrial estate in Holbeck in December. She died a short time later in hospital. The night Daria got killed, I was out, I was talking to her, and then I went home because I'd got my money. And then that happened. It focused on the violent sex workers face in the zone, addiction issues within the community, and on both the support and the backlash for the approach. Due to said backlash, Leeds City Council is looking at revising the managed approach in the next few months. So what can one make of this idea? Is it a success that could work in other towns, or is it a failure? And does it benefit sex workers and Leeds as a whole, or neither of them? There's always work to be done. There's always room for improvement. And I think um, community development, bringing together these groups, is still something that really needs to happen. That's Tila Sanders, a professor at the University of Leicester. She co-authored a report on the Managed Zone in 2015, and she's been following its progression closely. So I came in to do an evaluation of the managed area uh, one year on from it being implemented. So this was to look at all parties involved. So the businesses, the police, the support work projects, and obviously the sex workers, and to see how the managed area had been implemented, any pros and cons, etc., consequences, the unintended consequences, and any benefits. So I set out to do this by interviewing all those groups of people, particularly focused on sex workers, as this was the group it was mainly targeted at in relation to the changes to their behaviour and their experiences. Well, I think certainly one of the key things from a policing perspective was that there was a much higher reporting of crime. The higher reporting of crime seems like a really bad thing. It's definitely one of the concerns of those opposed to the managed area. But it's actually a positive. And this had come from an area where, um, previously in West Yorkshire, the reports to the National Ugly Mugs, which is the national reporting scheme in the UK, the reports from the Leeds area was really low, way below the national average. Since the managed area had been implemented, this had dramatically changed and gone up. Uh, I think it was nearly 400% had gone up in relation to the reporting of crimes. So this was seen as a really positive step forward in relation to the police developing a much more proactive relationship with the sex work community, building up trust and doing some development work there with sex workers 
in relation to demonstrating that the police will not judge them, will take their crimes seriously, will not uh, blame them for sexual assaults, for example. Mm-hmm. So this was a real success um, in relation to the reporting of crimes. But what about the infamous murder? Professor Sanders thinks that the violence that does happen in the managed zone is because of the greater culture's promotion of hatred for sex workers. As long as that still exists, violence will still happen. A lot of abolitionist groups or people against the managed area saw this as an example of it not increasing safety. However, that murder could have taken place any time. area where women take their clients. It was a, a bit of scrubland, wasteland, where the, where the woman was murdered. And clearly, we know that sex workers are targeted by perpetrators anyway, in a whorephobic way, through hate crimes, etc. And no managed area or change in legislation could, pre- uh, could necessarily prevent this. However, we know that ultimately safety has increased and women have got a much better relationship with the police. And certainly the messages getting out there to customers that um, any abuse from them will not be tolerated. That all seems like an improvement over unregulated street sex work, where the sex workers don't have any sort of supports behind them or any police liaisons. So what's the problem? There are some more vocal businesses who still don't want to have street sex work near their business in terms of reputation, etc., or the idea that having street sex work will bring in other types of crimes, street-related crimes like drugs or violence. So I appreciate that there has been somewhat different complaints that have been raised over more recent times. However, I think in more recent times, the area which is very much near Leeds city centre is very desirable for developmental reasons, for gentrification, for large corporations to come in and build right in the city centre. Tila is right. According to The Guardian, Leeds was the second fastest growing city in England from 2002 to 2015. Population growth was number one, and jobs grew 34%. For reference, London was in 20th place. There are clearly corporate objectives at stake. Leeds is one of the main cities in the north of England. And I think as a result of that, there has been some campaigning groups set up to very much be vitriotic against sex workers in some quite horrific and horrendous ways in terms of the language that's used and very much othering the sex workers. And these groups have been very vocal. They've been very vocal in the media and on the political scenes and have really forced the city council there to have a second look at whether the managed area is is an appropriate thing. I think the media has got something to answer to in in relation to its responsibility of promoting some of these very negative attitudes towards sex workers, which ultimately put them in danger. And these groups have been uh, very, very vocal, really. So we need to be very careful about taking the views that are expressed in the media and from a small group of people as the views of the whole community in the area Uh, because that's just not the case Mm -hmm. there is a key thing there about the media being responsible we've had all kinds of uh, you know the top media in the uk basically being very voyeuristic around the managed area paying women for their stories paying very vulnerable women not getting consent taking photographs without um, asking you know a huge amount of disruption which essentially draws in the crowd so we've had lots of the of, of people throwing eggs and throwing urine and it's totally unnecessarily and disgusting things but as a result of the media bringing attention there's no need for it it actually affects people's lives their safety their well-being that's not to say that there aren't improvements that could be made One of the big issues opposers cite is trash from the zone, which Professor Sanders also noted in her report as a problem that should be fixed. Um, So some of the recommendations are very practical, so like increased lighting, cleaning up the areas, 
Um, certainly some of those have, uh, have started to happen, but not to the full fruition. With a possible revision in Leeds, the managed zone could come to an end. And here, especially now that we have Sesta Fosta policing sex work online too, the idea of decriminalized, police-supported street sex work in the U.S. seems too good to be true. You can't just pick up a model and plonk it somewhere else. But could something like it work elsewhere? There's lots of different uh, situations going on. Some residential areas clearly have got issues there. We need to consider uh, concerns of the residents. It can't be near schools. It can't be near religious spaces. So we can't just say one size fits all. But there are some really clear and key positives around safety and well-being that we can take from the uh, managed area in Leeds. And those can be implemented in different ways, whether it's a formal managed area like there is in Leeds or it's more informal. It could be more, more formalised, like in the managed area, which gives lots of resources from the police, which I think is really important. Certainly the sex work liaison officer is a key role in this. Mm-hmm. And I think anything that's looked at in relation to street sex work and how it's managed should certainly move away from any enforcement um, and look at harm reduction in this way. The key message is, is bringing the communities together to work out solutions for their locality. Thanks for tuning in to Dirty Money from WNYU 89.1 FM. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or tune in next week from 7.15 to 7.30 to hear episode 5, Marriage. This episode was written, produced, edited, and hosted by me, Liam McBain. I'd like to give a special thanks to Kelly Drake, Anna Van Dyne, and Tila Sanders. Thanks for listening.